0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Beyond Rent. I'm Joe Easton from Rent Manager, and I'll be your host. This podcast is focused on having conversations with experts so we can all learn more about the property management industry. Joining me today is Greg Brooks from Rocket Station. He is going to help us better understand process mapping and why it is so important to grow your business. Greg and his team have spent countless hours understanding, building, and executing processes, which means he has a lot of insight into this topic. So let's get to the conversation and go Beyond Rent. heard of the difference between working in your business versus working on your business. A great example of working on your business is process mapping. It creates efficiency, productivity, and empowers your team for growth. To help us learn more about process mapping, Greg Brooks is joining us today. Hey, Greg,
1: welcome to Beyond Rent. Hey, Joe. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for having us, my man.
0: Yeah, I really look forward to our conversation. Uh, we have all types of different topics that we like to dive into on Beyond Rent. And I think this one kind of hedges on some of the past conversations, but I think we're going to take it in a different direction and go a little bit deeper uh, in regards to process. But before we actually talk about process mapping and why it's so important, let's get to know you better. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Tell us who you're with, what you do, why you do it, all those great things.
1: Yeah, definitely, Joe. No, we appreciate you having us. So so my name is Greg Brooks. I'm uh, one of the partners and the national director of business development for Rocket Station Virtual Staffing. Uh, So we're a company, we're based out of uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we've got just over 2,100 virtual team members based in the Philippines. Um, so we've got uh, our company over there. We've got about 250 employees that work for us, helping us you know, through our recruitment, um, our training, onboarding, management, and then just over 1,700 virtual team members that, that are working for property management um, companies, real estate investors, um, home service providers, all, all across mostly North America. Um, so a little background on me. So I came from the, uh, the consumer package goods. World. So I used to manage the military distribution channel for one of the one of the largest CPG companies um, in the US. And got connected with Rocket Station through an old colleague from like my first job right out of college. Um, His brother is our our current CEO and and was an investor himself in Dallas. And, And up until about four and a half years ago, my only exposure to offshore team members or someone in another country was. I traveled Europe playing soccer a little bit when I was growing up. And, uh, and I knew that our IT team are for, for the company I was working for was based out of India. And that's about it. So it's been fun for me. I I'd say I, I do a little bit of like side investing in real estate. My wife and I have a couple of properties, um, uh, that, that we've bought that we're holding on to um, just as a nice little nest egg that we self manage. So had kind of been exposed to the real estate world a little bit, was very intrigued by it, um, and then just kind of timing lined up, kind of reconnected with an old colleague who is now our, our acting COO, and they were looking to to kind of really scale the company and needed, a, I guess, a smooth talking sales guy. So I guess I got dubbed that guy and and jumped in, like I said, about four years ago um, and, and never looked back since. <laughs> That's a great
0: story, and it, it's always interesting to find out how people you know, wind up in different roles or with different companies or different industries, whatever it may be. And again, I talked to a lot of different people and a lot of them have like this deep history in property management or real estate or their family was involved. There's kind of like this deep story. Yours is more relationship driven. And I love that because, you know, people say all the time, like it's more about who you know than what you know. And, and I think there's you know, so there's some truth to that I think there's some lies to that as well, you better be smart, you better be a good business person to, to make it in this world. But it really does matter who you know, and kind of how you get connected to people. So I love that this connection from years ago kind of came back around and got you involved. And it must have sounded like a pretty good opportunity. Otherwise, you wouldn't have made that jump. Like what was your motivating factor to kind of make that shift in your career?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And and what I love too, and and we see this more and more, especially in the property management space is whether it's like on the technology side, I I mean, you meet, we go to all these trade shows, right? And every single trade show, you're meeting some new entrepreneur that sold this little tech company outside the space. And you know, they, they had a landlord that they just didn't feel like they got treated fairly. So they created this little widget or this little piece of software to solve this specific problem. So I I love it now, especially in property management, because you get to mix so many different perspectives, so much, um, you know, so many other professional experiences that I feel like it's really kind of helping push the industry forward and take, you know, major, major leaps and bounds For, for me personally. Um, Number one, I'm big on like new challenges. So, you know, just jumping into an industry that I didn't know anything about, uh, a service based industry, um, as well as there's a a very much a philanthropic aspect to what we do. And I mean that in regards to I mean, we you know, we provide job opportunities, high paying jobs to to over 2000 team members in a country halfway around the world that has a completely different way of living than we have. Here in the US. Um, so for me, it it was the fact that, you know, it it had the, 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 growth opportunity. And when I joined rocket station, you know, we were about 250, 300 people. So not quite a startup, but like definitely not where we are today. So just that challenge professionally was something I was itching at, right? I'm a big podcast listener as we record a podcast and like hearing all these startup stories and kind of that grind and getting in the trenches was something that was very inviting to me kind of coming from the corporate world and kind of feeling you know that that wear out that that you start to feel but there was also the fact that there was this philanthropic piece where you're really influencing the lives and the well-being of you know incredible people that you know yes they live halfway around the world but you know, provide so much to our clients that the, the the give back story was, it really spoke to me, you know, after having a couple meetings with with, ne- with my now partners, um, it, it was just a no brainer. It just that piece of kind of the giving back. My wife and I had just had our first kid, right? So you kind of get that perspective on the world and what do I want my legacy to be, you know, mixed with the fact that there was that challenge of kind of being a startup. It was just something that, you know, my mouth was kind of watering to to jump in and get started.
0: Yeah, that's so much fun. And I often say working in the property management industry, you know, from my perspective, working for a technology software company is easy to lose the the viewpoint or the understanding of how we impact people's housing and how important that truly is, right? Property management is really important. We need to provide good housing for people. And I like how we have that element in our, in our industry. And now your company is kind of looking at this like, okay, how can we impact people in new and bigger ways. And now you're impacting, you know, again, people halfway across the world, you know, to have these great job opportunities. So it's like all these little nuanced ways to go to work and have good meaning and good purpose for what we're doing. I don't know, that motivates me to keep going. So I love hearing that. (laughs)
1: Oh, definitely. And and I think like, that was probably one of the outcomes that I definitely didn't plan on. It was okay, I can learn real estate investing, I can learn what property managers deal with, like, you know, I, I, I can learn that. But yeah, especially coming through what we all have just gone through with COVID and lockdowns and work for work remote work from home like people's houses and being able to have affordable housing, to have safe housing, to have housing that accommodates this new weird way that we all live our lives. Like it's on the forefront of everything. So it's, it has been very rewarding on that side of it to really get to work with whether it's the small local operator, whether it's, you know, one of our clients that's nationwide operating in multiple States, like get to see like, yes, the problems, the issues they're trying to deal with have different scale to them. But at the end of the day, like we're talking about providing great resident experiences for our renters to really drive value and hopefully give something back to their lives.
0: Yep. That makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about like what it is Rocket Station does. You talked about virtual staffing, these virtual remote team members uh, that people that you provide for different um, clients of yours. I want to talk about like what makes Rocket Station maybe different or better. What's kind of that secret sauce and, and kind of like leaning into that process mapping that I kind of hinted at earlier?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, and this was just a lesson hard learned from our own experiences. Uh, what we realized, and I think the conversation is probably more, not necessarily palatable, but more understandable now, like VAs, every conference we go to, I'm sure some of your listeners right now are like, oh, another VA guy. Here it is, another VA guy, right? Everyone's heard of VAs. They've heard why they have to have one. They've read the four-hour work week. And really what we discovered, and this was strictly through us trying to grow and scale our own business, was, I mean, people are people. Yes, there's cultural nuance when you're outsourcing. Yes, there's time zone differences. Yes, there's educational curves that you've got to get people caught up on within specific industries. But where so many businesses, not just from like a virtual staffing perspective, but even maybe just from staffing locally, where so many owners, property managers, where they overwork themselves and really get stuck in the day-to-day operations of their business that can kind of lead them to Maybe not enjoy, you know, going to work every day, which then creates a bad resident relationship, right? Because you've got a grumpy property, whatever. We we, we all we all work in the day to day. We know what it's like. Is not so much on like finding great people, right? Especially now, it's a really globalized workforce. A lot of it comes down to the process and system around how do I empower this talented, capable individual with delivering a systematized, very consistent experience within my company or to to my residents. So. This, this business was really literally born out of the fact that, that one of my partners started as a real estate investor, hustle and bustle, do it himself, grew a big office, was working 95 hours a week and just kind of came to that realization like, OK, like I'm making OK money, but like I'm working more now and I have more risk and liability for all these employees. And if I have to, if God forbid, I get sick and I have to take two months off, I don't know if my business is going to run because everybody looks at me direction every day and kind of led him down that journey of like you know processing process process mapping systematization of businesses right all the business books we read about um but really like applying that and that's where our when you know when, when when he launched rocket station and when we you know began to grow it specifically in the property management space we realized like that's everybody's issue right the operator who's 200 doors compared to the operator, that's 20,000 doors. A lot of what holds them back or is like their day-to-day bottlenecks, yes, it has to do with people, but more so it has to do with like clearly defined processes and having clear scopes of work so that you can plan accordingly, so that everyone's responsible and held accountable to their actions. So our company, what we really strive for is to be on the forefront of the process development piece for our clients and not just give them world-class talent, but help give them a resource to help get the business out of their head and document it in a way to where they can evaluate it and figure out where do I need to hire somebody? What is is being efficient? Where do I need to plug technology in? And then for the work that they want to get off their plate, then hire, in our case, world-class virtual team members to fulfill a lot of that day-to-day operational stuff that holds us back and keeps us in our business operating it day-to-day rather than looking at opportunity, growing, scaling enjoying our business, taking a vacation, right? We feel like a lot of those problems, you know, kind of the, the the core of it is like, you don't have documented systems and processes. So everything you do moving forward is more difficult because it has to be manual because it has to take your time. You don't have any way to replicate yourself.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And, you know, you kind of mentioned the whole pandemic COVID. And again, we talk about all the time, probably too much, but there really was a shift. And, and I think part of that shift was in how we think about remote work in general. In the past, I truly think you had your on-site team that was localized and then you had your virtual or remote. So if you were using VAs, you kind of put them into two different buckets. And, and I think over the last couple of years, we realized that your local team, if they're working from home, they aren't that much different than the virtual assistant, the virtual staffing world. It truly wasn't any different. They're just in a different time zone, but they're just as talented and they can do really the same things if you give them the tools. So help me maybe understand just like, how would you describe the the process mapping process? Like, What does that look like to actually go through that? And why is it so important to get that right?
1: No, no, for sure. And, and even now, like with everybody now coming out of, you know, knock on wood out of COVID and trying to navigate the new demands of their workforce, you know, they want hybrid, they want fully work from home. Is that something that we want to do? Like a lot of people don't have a work from home problem. A lot of people have a process problem because before in the traditional brick and mortar office, you had your team of five, 10, 50 people. Well, you could look down the hallway and say, Yep, I see Joe on his computer. He's working hard. Well, like what is he could be on Facebook? He could be, Applying for another job it's with your competitor, right? But there was just, there's just that safety and that closeness where you can see them, you touch skin, you see each other every day, you do your weekly meetings, and there was this quote unquote security around they're doing a good job. So when COVID hits and you start working remotely, um, your pr- a lot of people kind of had their processes or lack of processes put on the forefront, right? It's you know we're big on the book traction, you know the EOS model. Like if you don't have a number associated with everything in your business, you can't manage to it. You can't set goals. You can't set expectations. And the process <laughs> to really beat a word to death, the process to getting to those numbers is documenting your systems and processes and understanding what each role is responsible for and how they're doing it and standardizing, you know, how, how your business operates. So I feel like that's the biggest thing that we saw a change through COVID for us being an outsourcing option. I mean, there's definitely things that um, are great, Roles to outsource. There's other roles that when we work with clients, we say, no, you don't want to outsource that. You want to keep that as a core competency within your business. Um, but, but the first step is always the evaluation. So, and and candidly, this is usually the hardest step, right? Not a lot of business owners, not a lot of property managers have a lot of time in their day to sit at their whiteboard and list out everything they do and what technology does this and how do I like it's not a lot of people want to do that. It's not candidly. It's not my cup of tea. We have a whole. Team of process developers that that's what they love to do, right? The term integrator gets thrown around around a lot, where they're able to really kind of extract the internal business processes, what people do, how they do it, out of your team, and then start to document it and whiteboard it and process map it out, so that you can really look at your organization from a ten thousand foot view in terms of who's responsible for what. How do they do that? What technology are we using? And what are the steps along the way to accomplish each and every task? Whether it's a simple process, complicated process, long process, short process, we look to work with our clients to get everything out on the table. What are we doing? We bring in the stakeholders, right? That one of the biggest mistakes people make is, especially if they have larger teams, is they just will put the manager in and say, okay, tell me what your team does. And the manager's not the one doing it every day, right? They don't realize those kind of internal lessons that have been learned and the efficiencies that have been created by their team. So the first part is to evaluate all that knowledge and then look to simplify and say, okay, where can we take this very manual process and plug in rent manager, plug in a, a system, plug in technology to automate this. Um, then, you know, what are each and every step along the way to complete each task, whether it's a a move out process whether it's um listing listing a property you know for lease a, across our platform or across our software whether it's your leasing administration process whether it's how you manage your vendors and your billables and your accounts payable diving into each of those and then the third step documenting how you do it today is is the most important right getting those steps out so that you can then move them around and decide okay what what is strategy what do, what requires decision making what do i want to have control over that's the stuff that you want to keep in your office with your existing team but what we find is 75 80% of what's actually slowing the team down is the button clicking is the task is the follow up is the email that's the stuff that you you really dive into those processes and we feel like you can really leverage virtual team members to handle that and you can do it at scale right typically just from a cost saving standpoint outsourcing operational task-based work like that, you're looking at anywhere from a 50 to a 70% savings just on the labor, just on general. So that doesn't necessarily mean you you can save money, but maybe you can put more people on it. If it's something you want to do faster or better or quicker or provide a quicker response to our residents, um, you can actually hire three to one as opposed to locally. Um, But then plus you can give clarity to your managers as to what their team's doing, how they're doing it, and start to develop the, you know, the, the fourth part, which is the numbers around, okay, now how are we evaluating the completion of these tasks, these operations, so that my management team can be empowered to know that everybody's doing their jobs, getting it done, doing it at the standard we expect, so that I can then be freed up to go do whatever my highest and best use is within the company. And for for a lot of property managers, it's, we want you in front of owners and and residents, right? With that relationship piece coming back to like how important housing is to the general economy. Like that's where most property managers want to be. They want to be in front of people, but so often they get stuck behind the computer. So creating those processes to get that off their plate, you know, is, is so pivotal in kind of enhancing how the business operates as a whole.
0: Yeah. And when I've talked to different companies that are looking to kind of grow and scale, they often talk about using virtual team members, using offshore talent to help do that. And so I kind of like, as you talk through the whole process, that all sounds really great, but it also sounds like a lot of work. How do you get these high powered people that are scaling their business that have been relatively successful, right? And they're kind of ready to take it to the next level. How do you get them to slow down just enough to figure out these processes because you, you know where they're headed. They're kind of headed towards bigger headaches. If they don't f- fix this now, how do you get them to take a step back and work with your team on these processes so they can be successful?
1: And a lot of that, Joe, has to do with like the leverage that we provide to our clientele because like I said, we work with. I mean, you know, over the course of eight years, I mean, we've worked with 750 plus clients. So like, a lot, you know, we all know, like most of our businesses, 80, 85, 90%, it's relatively the same, right? There might be a bigger team that that's involved and you might be a smaller operator, you might have different technology, but kind of those base level industry best practice processes are pretty standard right across across the operators that like you said are looking to take advantage run a better office scale up take on more doors whatever the case may be so within that we give them what we call the bridge we kind of give them that bridge over water to say like hey we realize your business is complicated right we know that there's roles that you feel like only you can do or only your your property manager can do but listen we've been here we've done it we've 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 gone to that rodeo right we've ridden that that bull let us show you how probably 80, 90% of what you're feeling bottlenecks or feeling strain or your employees are barking and, and, and burning out over, we have templates, documents, a track record of success in terms of documenting these processes, and we've got most of it pre-built for you. Now, let's take this pre-built scope for whatever the role is, and let's understand how you do it. Show us quickly. Let us do a side-by-side. Let us work directly with your teams to see where is the nuance? Where is the gaps? What is your team doing that maybe we can recommend a better, more efficient way of doing it? So it just creates a very... Streamlined experience, right? You're leveraging not just your own internal experience as to how you've operated your business for a year, five years, 20 years, but you're literally leveraging, you know, a thousand other property managers and their systems and their best practices and their processes through our teams so that we can help you reach that solution quicker. Cause you're right, like a lot of people, like we kind of let off with not a lot of people want to sit in a big conference room with a big whiteboard and start writing down everything they do, right? That's not. You know, on on the surface, no business owner thinks they have time for that. Um, You know, coming and kind of going through the process mapping phase is usually at a function. And what we do is we give you a resource to where instead of you trying to figure it out or buying a book or reading traction or, you know, using a resource, listening to a podcast about how to do it. We'll just do it for you. Right. You get to leverage that tens of thousands of hours of this knowledge that our team has already been through to really fast track you through that painful part, even though it's the most important part, the painful part to get you to the end goal of documented SOPs, training manuals, training log, training material, to then start getting to the end goal of actually hiring people to help take on a lot of this work.
0: Yeah. And, and that's really helpful. I'm glad you shared that because it does seem like a lot of work, but working with a company like Rocket Station is really powerful because of that, right? You have so much of the work done. It doesn't have to be a painful process to figure out what to do next. But I mean, maybe give me some insight. How many of the companies that you talked to over the hundreds that you've worked with, nearly a thousand, it sounds like, how many were even close to being ready to really leverage virtual staffing in a, in a Practical or powerful way when you started talking to them, or are most of these companies pretty far behind or needing a lot of help to get these uh, process mapping in place?
1: Yeah, no, candidly, next to none. So, obviously, I, as I mentioned, I get to lead our sales team, right? So, every week, you know, without fail, you know, we do our recaps, you know, common um, issues we're hearing, you know, what's holding people back, what's the biggest stepping stone. And it's always, oh, no, we've got processes, you know, we, we're good. like But when you get behind the hood of the car, you start to realize, like, you don't, right? The, the thing is, every, you know, you're operating a business, there's process there, whether good, bad, or indifferent. If you're running a successful business, or even an average business, like, there's processes you're running. Now, granted, you might be the one that has to do them all, or you might be the central decision maker around everything. You might be the, you know, the center of the web that's slowing everybody down, but there's process. Um The the feedback that we get, like the level and the depth that we go and and how quickly and efficiently we do it, a lot of people think they know process mapping and then they work with a team of professionals, but this is all they do all day, every day. And they're like, oh, I thought I could just like record some training videos and I've got process, right? So, I mean, I I would say nine times out of 10, it's it's really, and and it's done intentionally. It's, It's from our own experience, like I said, it's from working with thousands of customers and knowing that everyone thinks they have process. But when you actually get behind the the hood and and the, the amount of time and resources and just energy it takes to really create something that's robust, where you can literally hand a guidebook at the end of it to a new hire and say, "There you go, everything you need to do, every step along the way is fully mapped out." Takes a lot of investment, so that that is the the exciting thing. And, and being candid, right, when you get on, like you mentioned, when you get on a call with the property manager, who when when clients potential clients come to us. They're coming because they need a person, right? Which usually means one of two things. They're either trying to replace somebody because somebody just left, which means there's work overflow and everyone's stressed, or they're trying to staff up quickly to take on, to expand their into new markets, expand their door count. They've got a new investor coming on board that's bringing them 50 doors. Like both of those things have very tight timelines where like they need instant reactions right now, but being able to. Show them the value of the process mapping. Being able to get through it quickly, efficiently with our team of experts on the back end saves a lot of hurt, right? It's always hard to show people, like, like I mean, you're in the software space, right? It's hard to show people why their outdated software is actually creating more headaches when it's how they've always operated. But like that's the feedback we always get. It's it's they get on thinking they need to hire one virtual team member to fill this very small duty. And six months down the road, they've got a team of seven VAs that are plugged in across all of their, all of their different departments. Because once you got, once they realize like, oh, this is easy, it's quick, it's efficient, it's super accurate. Now I can really be empowered to hire and staff and get this off their plate and move this to the virtual team. It, it really is. We, you know, we see the feedback we get. It's very empowering for the, for the business owner. You know, once you kind of get through that labor of love for the first one, how quickly and, and, and what a resource our teams can be to really help them hire. The best people the right way.
0: Yeah. And I can only imagine that a lot of those conversations when it comes to process, like you said, yes, we have process and the process is, well, we send it over to Bobby and Bobby does this. And then Sally does that. And, and like, it's more about people or roles on their team. And they actually don't know what buttons they're clicking, what data they're entering this. They so they have a person that takes care of it and uh, getting it documented makes a lot of sense. And, and I'm sure a lot of people are trying to do that, but sometimes you're just so focused on the day to day that you really can't see the bigger picture without bringing someone else in to provide that guidance. So, and you had mentioned, A little bit of maybe some of those success stories, like you said, somebody starts out with one person uh, that they bring on virtually, and then all of a sudden they start adding more because they see the value. Obviously, I think that shows success right there, right, for your team and what you're providing, but do you have other stories or maybe other examples of what it really looks like to leverage virtual team members in a way that helps a business grow and scale, because the world is really, really in a tough spot when it comes to staffing. You know, and I'm sure you hear this every day. Hiring, retaining top talent is really, really a big issue. So, how are your customers maybe succeeding because they're leveraging virtual team members?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. So, so there's two stories I like to tell here. So, one is one of our larger clients. So they have, um, they're they're well over 200 people. I think it's like 212 virtual team members that touch. 24 of their 28 departments within their company. Um, and, and they started as, as basically just a 10 person test across mostly their maintenance department, you know, just helping get through backlogs of vendor payments, of tickets that hadn't been closed out, just data mishaps that were causing a lot of unknown and uncertainty. Um, and this was right at the beginning of COVID. And then, like you said, you mix in the changing labor markets. You mix in the fact that, I mean, we all forget, like every business, our business did it. We all kind of contracted for a little bit. No one knew what was going on. So like resources, we, we kind of protected and held on to them. Uh, and, and within, I mean, we're really within 12 months, that had gone from a kind of a 10-person initial test across two departments, specifically in the maintenance division, to then scaling horizontally across 22 additional departments and a headcount of almost 180 virtual team members just in their team. And, and with our service, all of our people are integrated directly into your department, just like they're a member of your team in office. Um, So just seeing like the scalability of that, it, the, the client themselves, they... Um, were doubling their door count. They had outside investor money that they had a quota that, of houses that they were buying and they were buying, whether the, the property management side was catching up to the acquisition side or not, those houses were coming under management, right? So being able to be a tool for them where they could enhance the owner experience, enhance the resident experience while still being able to add a significant number of team members pretty quickly, Um, you know, it was definitely a story that, that, you know, we love to share and, and, and a great kind of testament to the scalability when you do it right of what virtual staffing can bring any company. My, 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 really my favorite story is we, we have a client out of Kentucky. This was actually pre COVID, uh, very we're in Texas. So I don't say this, say out of spite or anything. It was a very country office, if you will. Right. They were very, in office, everyone was there, you know, Bluegrass, Kentucky, and we had met them at a conference. And, you know, it was kind of early 2019. They had kind of looked into virtual staffing, you know, all the typical typical things. They needed to hire people. Labor was hard to find because they were in kind of a remote area. They had about 2,000 doors under management in and around the University of Louisville. And Joe, jo, I remember it, we did a site visit six months into the relationship. Went up there. They wanted to kind of show us. You know Churchill Downs and show some of the properties. At that time, they, they had scaled to about nine team members. So we're doing a top-to-top meeting with all their department heads that our VAs were plugged into. And they've got their, their head of maintenance, right? We all have head of maintenance, right? That's usually your operator, scruffy guy. It's like my dad, right? The guy who's pulling the wrenches, swinging the hammers. So we get about 30 minutes into this business review. And, and Tom all of a sudden stands up and says, hold on, are you talking about Joe? Joe was their virtual assistant in the Philippines who was handling all of their incoming maintenance tickets, a triage. And Joe managed a team of three other VAs through us. And he goes, you're telling me he sits halfway around the world. I've been walking around this office for three months, trying to figure out where Joe sits so I can tell him what a heck of a good job he's doing. Right. So like, (laughs) and this is pre COVID. So like to have that, right. Where you get this story where, I mean, all of us just bursted out laughing, but like the normalcy of it when it's done right to be able to leverage the talent where your guy who's mostly in the truck on site managing his team. And he thinks that the experience is so normal and he's talking to Joe every day that he thinks Joe is the guy in the office that he can't figure out what office he's sitting in just kind of really was like an early indicator pre-covid to show like how globalized the workforce is, has become and really like how integrated our team members can be where it is that normal regardless of where you are in the country how much experience you have in outsourcing like it really is a tool that 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 you know when done correctly we feel like everybody in the property management space should be should be leveraging
0: yeah and that's that is a great story it's so funny because and it's true and and i think the shift has been you know, historically, you look back and people may have said, well, using virtual assistants is really great for data entry or these types of things. No, not at all. Like, these are talented, intelligent people. You know, they want to have challenging jobs. They want to be contributors. They want the same things we want here. You know, we should look at them any differently. And that story tells that perfectly, right? Because this person, Joe, is contributing at the same level or higher as the people that are in office and holding a very, very important role for that company, and it doesn't matter where they sit. So, I don't know, that that is very funny, that is uh, very telling of kind of the shift that we've seen in that remote workspace. So, uh, no, (laughs) I appreciate you sharing that. Um, We are coming up pretty close on time, so I wanna make sure I give you some time, Greg, to tell a little bit more, maybe about the Rocket Station story, uh, what your team's up to, and how our audience can connect with you if they want to learn more about process mapping, or maybe hear some additional funny stories like you just told.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So rocketstation.com, that's our website. Uh, Like I said, any, anybody who has any additional questions, maybe you even got VAs and you're just like, Hey, something we've talked about. You're like, maybe I'm not leveraging them to their fullest capacity, or maybe I'm not setting them up. So we'd love to just continue the conversation. So anybody looking, say, if you want to learn more about our our services specifically, or even if you just want to kind of, talk shop and understand the best way to leverage VA's best way to train recruit would, would invite anybody to check out discovery.rocketstation.com. So discovery.rocketstation.com. We've got a team of virtual advisors that like I said, whether you're trying to work with us or whether you're just trying to find a way to better leverage, you know, the, the, the virtual, assistant space, they would love to kind of continue the conversation in terms of what we got, you know, we, we got going on and say, I'm not sure when the, the episode will go live, but say it's right around Christmas. So we are, we'll be out, we'll be doing the NARPUM circuit, the IMN circuit next year. So if you're planning on attending any of those events, please do plan to stop by our booth. Um, you know, just really excited three, three, four years ago, right. The the conversation that we were having was very much around like, where are they? How do they do this? What, how do they plug into our business? I will say it's, it's been, I don't know if refreshing is the right world word, but it's great to see like how normalized it's becoming being somebody in this industry who knows the talent that's out there and somebody who's come from a company that not so long ago was a startup and seeing even just from our business, how we were really able to accelerate our growth by leveraging virtual team members. So like I said, anybody that, that that's planning on attending those events, if you want to hop on a call, discovery.rocketstation.com would love to kind of help you navigate, regardless of where you're at in your journey, the the virtual staffing space that's so common in our in our industry now.
0: Yeah, that's great. And just for reference, uh January timeframe is when we'll we'll get this one out there. So plenty of time for people to Listen, uh, maybe understand a little bit deeper, maybe reach out to your team before they see one of those great events here in 2023. So that's really exciting. And hopefully this conversation maybe, you know, helped people understand a little bit more about that process mapping and why it's so important and how to, you know, full, like you said, fully leverage the virtual, virtual staffing world and get people more comfortable with at least having those conversations. Cause again, I hear constantly about, the labor shortages and the staffing challenges and, uh, 100% that is a global market at this point. If you're not taking, you know, part of, of that opportunity, I think there's definitely some, uh, things that you're, you're leaving on the table. So Greg, thanks a lot for your time. Really appreciate the conversation. I think our listeners are going to love hearing from you as well. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us. It means so much that you choose to listen in to be on rent, to hear great conversations like this one. And if you enjoyed this episode, then make sure you are subscribing using your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, make sure you rate, review, and share with others in the property management space. And if you aren't familiar with Rent Manager quite yet, then visit rentmanager.com to learn more about our software, or you can even reach out to me, Joe Easton, directly on LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining us, and until next time, keep going beyond rent.